And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, expanded value-added processing in Saskatchewan gets a big boost from the federal and provincial governments. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division, choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. The federal and provincial governments are highlighting efforts to expand value-added agricultural processing in Saskatchewan. The two levels of government announced $330,000 in funding this morning for Rebellion Brewing of Regina. The project will expand the brewing capacity of Rebellion Brewing and add exterior grain storage as well as a canning system. The federal and provincial governments also announced a $500,000 infrastructure investment to support production and equipment upgrades at AGT Foods and Ingredients in Regina. AGT President Murad El-Khatib says his company will use the funds to improve polishing, bagging and conveyor system to increase productivity. The SLIM program uh, you know, is a uh, program that's encouraging the investment in you know, technology and innovation and automation and robotics. You know, it's all about competitiveness of the uh, agricultural value-added industry. And, you know, when I look at the opportunity to have the federal and provincial governments come together, partner with industry, you know, assist us in, in advancing our advanced manufacturing to reach world markets, it's a great program. It's, it's one that, you know, we want to promote. We want more focus on that value-added, uh, you know, competitive advantage so that we can take Saskatchewan agriculture out of commodity and much more into food production. Al-Khatib says technological improvement is important for his business. Canada's role as we go forward and Saskatchewan's role in the world agricultural system is to continually innovate and to look at you know, higher value added food products. We're not going to necessarily be the lowest cost producer in the world as we move forward. You know, when we look at uh, you know, competing with places like Kazakhstan, Russia, you know, countries in Africa. So what we're going to do is we're going to up our game, we're going to count on our food safe you know, system, the reputation of Canada and use technology and advanced manufacturing to transform products to reach you know, what the world really demands. Eligible businesses must be involved in the value-added processing of crops and livestock into food, feed or bioproducts and must be spending a minimum of $200,000 on a project with a significant impact on productivity. Eligible projects can receive 50% reimbursement to a maximum $500,000. 25 such projects have been completed with an additional 19 expected to be completed by February 2018. The federal and provincial governments are investing $388 million in Saskatchewan for strategic initiatives over a five-year span. G3 Canada is raising its price outlook for wheat, Durham and canola. G3 Canada says the price outlook for wheat is up $15 a ton, with in-store Vancouver or Thunder Bay number 1 red spring wheat 13.5% protein at $285 a ton. The outlook is moving up in the past two weeks due to a rally in the futures market and a weaker Canadian dollar. Drought has affected crop production in Canada and parts of the northern U.S. Durham values are up $5 a ton, with number one 13% protein at $331 a ton in store Vancouver or Thunder Bay. The G3 Canada outlook for canola is up $2 a ton in the past two weeks, with number one canola at $508 a ton at port. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart says Saskatchewan farmers have made good harvest progress this month. Stewart says combining has passed the three-quarter mark across the grain belt. Well, you know, uh, we're at 78%. That's a little uh, province-wide. That's the average. and That's a little ahead of the uh, average. And uh, so generally speaking, we're in good shape. But the uh, east-central or the northeast part of the grain belt, as we 
think of it, uh, and the northwest parts are both behind the norm. So it's not progress hasn't been great everywhere. They've had a lot of moisture up there in the last weeks, and so they're looking for some nice weather, and, and I guess probably the far south is looking for some rain to start to replenish things for next year. And in between, I guess it's kind of a mixed bag. There's a little harvest to finish up, and everybody'd like to get that done, but a good part of that area in the middle of the province is a bit short of moisture going into fall too. So, you know, it depends where you are, uh, how it looks. Yeah, kind of expecting an average crop, I understand, in the latest crop report. Yeah, I think so. And for as dry as it was in the southern half of the grain belt, I think that is better than we might have expected at some point. So I'd say average sounds like pretty good news right now. NAFTA trade talks have been underway for several weeks with the latest round last weekend in Ottawa. So far, Stewart says he's disappointed with the discussions and was asked if he's heard anything good. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I can't say. I've, we, we haven't heard very much at all, but I understand there is some limited progress, but it's still as these negotiations go, it's still kind of early days, and, and there's posturing going on. You know, the President of the United States says every once in a while he says he's ready to walk away from the whole thing. And when you look at the hundreds of thousands of jobs that are created in the United States because of trade with Canada and Mexico, it's pretty hard to imagine that he's serious about that, or else he doesn't know the numbers. So, you know, there's a lot of posturing going on, and some days it doesn't look too optimistic, but I have to think that cooler heads will prevail, and all three countries will realize that this helps all of us. We can't all produce everything in sufficient quantities and have it delivered to every location in North America at the lowest possible cost individually. We have to cooperate and trade. You know, it's much cheaper for some products to be brought into uh, central Canada from the eastern United States than it is to ship from, from out here. We know that. But it's a lot cheaper for us to ship to California than it is for Minnesota to do it or Ohio. And Mexico is in the same position. They have niches in the United, in the American market, as we do. And the, the Americans certainly, it's pretty equal trade in agriculture and everything else. If anything, more often than not, the Americans enjoy a surplus. And, and the thousands of jobs, there's no jurisdiction of the three that benefits more from processing and assembling and the sales of trade goods than, than does America. So, you know, I, I have to think, and we haven't even got down to the real hard issues in agriculture yet, but I have to think that before this thing's over, there's going to be a realization that this is important and, and the posturing will eventually stop and we'll get down to some serious negotiation. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Insurance has released a new book called A Hail of a Century, 100 Years of Battling the Great White Combine. Author Lynn Gidluck says the book chronicles the 100th anniversary of Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Insurance, and history of farming in this province. Writing this book was challenging in that we're dealing with a topic that potentially might put people to sleep, hail insurance, 
right? When you first think of that, it's not something that people jump up and down and say, oh, yay, I want to read that book. But after you scratch the surface and you take a a, a deeper look at it, it's really quite a fascinating subject. And uh, particularly this particular company, uh, Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Insurance Association, it's been around for 100 years and has played a really vital role in the uh, farm economy. Now, the book tells the history of agriculture in Saskatchewan. You did a lot of background work to research this. Yeah, you know, we wanted to make this a book that uh, would be kind of like a coffee table book that anyone who's interested in agriculture and rural life in Saskatchewan might pick it up. And so we have the main story, which is the, you know, traces the history of municipal hail and, you know, how hail insurance has played a key role and uh, as a a farm management tool. But broader than that, how the company has um, responded to some of the changing times in agriculture. So we wanted to make it a bit of a social history history of agriculture as well. So there's a lot of, I hope anyways, people will enjoy the photos as much as they will um, uh, what I've written because we, I think, track down some just fabulous photos of hailstorms as well as, you know, different agriculture uh, equipment and pictures of rural Saskatchewan from the turn of the century. You give the highlights of the settlement of rural Saskatchewan. Yeah, we really wanted uh, people who are proud to live in Saskatchewan, uh, farmers and people who uh, live on the land, and a chance to almost celebrate uh, what Saskatchewan is all about and what uh, what uh, rural life in Saskatchewan is all about. So I hope we were able to accomplish that. And you have a year-by-year account of some of the hailstorms and some of the crop reports and what happened in the crops in the years. Yes, uh, we do. We uh, Most communities in Saskatchewan will be able to find their uh, community's name in the book somewhere because, you know, there'll be a hailstorm that most people have been affected by in some way, shape, or, or form. And we even had some of our local Saskatchewan celebrities like uh, Jim Smalley submit some, uh, stories as well. So we are quite pleased with that. Yeah, I got a couple of cute little anecdotes there from my youth and uh, hailstorms. Uh, the biggest hailstorm I remember was uh, stones the size of baseballs, and uh, we held pillows to the picture window to avoid it being smashed. And it wasn't a direct hit. It was to avoid the bounce off the ground. That's the one I remember. <laughs> Four feet off the ground, the hailstones were bouncing. If it had been a direct hit, it would have, of course, broken the window. But this was even a ricochet was going to cause damage. And I think most people in Saskatchewan have some kind of story, especially people living out in rural Saskatchewan. I know um, I have memories myself of, as a a kid, growing up a farm kid, you know, um, trailing along with my uh, dad and my grandpa to inspect hailed-out crops. You know, uh, um, hail is just one of those things that never seems to go away. It's always there. I loved your title, The Great White Combine battling it. Well, and I can't take credit for that title myself. I have a a, a friend that lives in Shaunavon that was a farmer um, in his younger years, and he just mentioned, oh, you're writing about the Great White Combine. And I'm going, you just gave me the title. That's perfect. <laughs> Lynn Gidlick is the author of the 270-page hardcover book called Battling the Great White Combine. It celebrates the 100th anniversary of Saskatchewan Municipal Hail Insurance. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit flamin.com. 
Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola fell 80 cents at 4.56.44. Oats dropped 34 cents at 136.70. Number one red spring wheat rose $1.85 at 235.72. The rest were unchanged. Durham 267.62. Feed barley 152.65. Flax 448.25. Yellow peas 267.54. And feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is down one cent at 6.44 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 250 cattle on offer at our Tuesday regular sale consisting mostly of cows. This cow market looked like it was a hair stronger. A lot of these good cows, they're going to bring anywhere from 87 to 93. These medium cows, cows just with the calf coming off, and they're going to bring from 74 to 83. Big bulls are going to bring anywhere from 98 right up to six to 10. That's on them. The yearling and calf market, that market is selling extremely well right now. We had some of these four-week cows will bring 250. We are expecting a big run at our Tuesday pre-sort. Around 1,500, lots of calves and some open yearling heifers. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,000 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 108 to 129 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 6,500 heads, selling a range of 109 to 129 per CKG. 100 index dress weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, September 29th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 119.49, Ham's Cash 117.99, Thunder Creek Brickle 126.54 and High Life 127.55 dollars per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 27 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2412. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.99 cents US. The USDA hogs and pigs report released yesterday afternoon largely confirmed the expectations of most traders and analysts. The more interesting aspect about the report was revealed in the heaviest market hog categories, which suggested that the hog slaughter over the next two months will be near 4% larger than levels seen last year. All lean hog futures contracts were trading sharply higher at midday, despite record forecasted hog supplies. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroff. Specializing in 6-inch eavestroughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestroff.ca. The 620 CKRM Farm Weather Forecast for today. Sunny skies, wind southeast 30 gusting to 50. The high 22, the low 8. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm. Wind southeast 30, the high 24, the low 9. Sunday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 15, the low 7. Monday, periods of rain, the high 9, the low 3. Tuesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 7, the low minus 2. Wednesday, sunny, the high 9, the low 0. Thursday, sunny, the high 13. Normal high is 15, the normal low is 1. Sunrise, 6.56 this morning, the sets... Tonight at 6.42 p.m. Round the province, Estevan, Saskatoon, 20. Swift Current, 22. Weyburn, 20. Yorkton is 17. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 19. That's 66 Fahrenheit. South, southeast, 31 gusting to 45. Humidity, 46%. The barometer dropping, 102.2. Sunny Moose Jaw, 22. South, southeast at 21. Once again, Regina, sunny and 19. That's 66 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.